This is the Wealth Ability for CPAs show. Better clients, better practice, better life. Here's Tom Wheelwright. Welcome to the Wealth Ability for CPAs show, where we're always learning how to develop better clients, a better practice, and better life. Hi, this is Tom Wheelwright, your host, founder, and CEO of the Wealth Ability Network. You know, what makes a great accountant can actually kill a CPA business. So today we're going to discuss the number one challenge for CPAs as I travel the country and talk to clients of CPAs. This is the number one thing I hear and also happens to be the number one opportunity to distinguish yourself, to retain clients, to increase revenue, and frankly, to enjoy life. So (laughs) most of us get into the accounting profession, not because we like words, but because we like numbers. We like being accurate. We like getting things done. And that's great when we're staff accountants. It's great when we're just starting our career. It works terrific. We get ahead. Then we either are in industry or even more so, as most of you are in your own CPA business, we we go to start a practice or we become a manager or a partner in a CPA firm and all of a sudden our skill requirements change and they can continue to change away from just being accurate or being technically skilled to actually being able to develop relationships with clients and with staff. So this is our biggest challenge. I mean, it's not like we're known as a profession for our sterling personalities. Okay. I always find it kind of funny because I'm, I'm, I'm not typically a shrinking violet myself, but I'm actually a fairly quiet person. If I'm in a crowd of real estate developers or other business owners, I tend to be the quietest person in the room. Okay. I'm, I am the shyest, quietest person there. When I'm in a room with CPAs, I'm the loudest. Okay. So we're, we're just a, we're a profession of, of intellectual people who have gotten into a profession that sometimes the skill set, the technical skill set actually gets in the way of the business of being a CPA. So what, what I want to talk about for a few minutes is what can we do about this? Because it's not something that comes natural to most of us. Doesn't come natural to me. Doesn't come natural to my experiences. It does not come natural to very many CPAs and accountants. It's not natural for us to be in conversation and especially casual conversation. Now, here's the thing. I think what, what, the reason I got into the CPA profession, I wanted to practice tax law and I didn't want to be around lawyers. Now, lawyers are very good with words. That is their profession is words. Okay. They're terrible with numbers, by the way. Um, th- th- seriously, I have a, a buddy of mine who's an attorney, he says, CPA stands for cannot protect assets. So, well, yes, but at least we can do math. So our, that's our skill set, right? That's why we get in the profession. 
you know, for some of us, it's a puzzle. For others, it's, you know, it's the, it's, it's the intellectual stimulation that we get from doing the work and coming up with, with new ideas. And, and, you know, and we like being right. The challenge is, is that clients, that is not their number one goal. It's not their number one thing for the accountant to be right. Their number one goal is to have a relationship with their accountant because, you know, the client, our clients are business owners, right? They're business owners and investors. That's who they are. And they're really good at their business or they're really good at their investing. They're typically not really good with numbers or they're not always really good with numbers. And they would like somebody to talk to about their taxes, about their, their ratios, ratio analysis, about their financial statements. They would like that relationship. The challenge that I find that um, most of us have is that we want everything to be just right before we'll even pick up the phone and call. So, for example, take tax season, right? We'll get the information in. We may shoot some emails. and CPAs, we love emails. Then we don't have to talk to anybody, right? You know, you know what I'm talking about. So we'll send emails, a few emails, and we'll say, we need this information, we need that information. We won't pick up the phone to call them until it's time to call them and say, this is what you owe or this is what you get back. Where what a client, my experience, and I speak to entrepreneurs practically every week in some public forum. What I hear from basically your clients, okay, what I hear from clients is they would just like to know what's going on. They, they don't want to hear from you on April 12th that they owe money. They'd rather hear from you on March 12th that they owe money, or even better yet, on December 12th, that they're going to owe money in April. So here's the little magic trick that I have found over the years that is the simple, simply best thing we can do to increase revenue, increase client satisfaction, and actually make life easier for ourselves. It's three words. Pick up telephone. Okay, four words would make it English. Pick up the telephone. <laughs> All right, so see? CPA, right? Not good with words. So picking up the telephone, just call the client. Now, because I'm not good at just picking up the phone and calling the client, what I do is I actually schedule regular client meetings. So I have clients that I schedule a meeting every single month with the client. Or I have clients that I might schedule it every couple of weeks. Or I might have clients that I schedule it once a quarter. I schedule the meetings because it's not my natural inclination to just pick up the phone and call somebody. It's not. I'm just not who I am. So I, what I do is I actually schedule it. But I might just schedule some time, to, and, and the time on my schedule might just say, call clients. So let's say, for example, it's after April 15th, and you've just done all these tax returns. And you, you look at your, you know, there are some clients, you're going to talk to them during busy season, and that's, that may be it. Or you may talk to them in November and again in February, Right. I get those clients. I'm talking about your, you know, top 30, 40, 50% of your clients, right? It is really easy. You just pick up the phone and, ch and check in with them. First of all, they will be shocked. 
okay, that you called. But all you have to do is, and you're not going to charge for this time, okay? And this is where CPAs get a little concerned. Oh, I'm not charging for that time. No, you're not. This is client development. This is client relationship development time. So what we do is, is we pick up the phone, we just call and say, Joe, how you doing? What's going on? Um, any, anything happened since, you know, would you like to talk about your tax return? Here are some things that I noticed in your tax return that we, we might want to consider doing for next year. Wouldn't that be a great call for a client to get in May or June? That is a call about how we could plan to reduce taxes for next year. Can you imagine how the client would react to that? Now, here's what I find. So, first of all, when we call a client, they, they're never upset. If we just call them out of the blue, they're never upset about that. They, they're fine with that. By the way, they like you. Okay, Your clients like you. People don't do business with people they don't like. That's just rule number one. They don't do business with people they don't like. So they like you already. So you don't have to worry about them not liking you when you pick up the phone to call them. They're going to like that. And what's going to happen is, is you're going to get some information where you might not know that they're doing a real estate deal, they're doing a business deal, they're, they're selling their house, they're moving. All of these things present planning opportunities. We look at WealthAbility, we actually look at, at planning as a year-round process. And we actually look at the tax return as the first step in planning for next year's taxes. Because when we go to that tax return, we actually go through and we list, make a list of additional services that maybe we could be providing. Well, May, June, July, that's the time to go through that list with the clients. And what will happen is, is that you'll hear something, you go, well, you know, we could do this, this, and this. Now, sometimes it's going to be a quick answer and you're not going to get paid for it. That's okay. You're, retain, you're, you're creating a relationship. So it's okay. You're not going to get paid for it today, but down the road, you're going to get dividends back. A lot of the time, though, I would say 80 to 90% of the time, when you pick up that phone call client, you're going to get more business because there's going to be something going on or there's going to be something you can identify that goes, well, okay, now it's going to take me an hour or two to research that and to get back to you on that. Is that okay? Now, here's part of client communication that is critical to us being happy and the client being happy. And that is we ask permission to do the work. We ask permission to do the work. Let me give you an example. It's January. You send out your engagement letters for tax returns, for the right? And in that engagement letter, it has an estimate it should, of your fees. Now, when you get the information in from the client, you may find that there's either more work than the estimate said or less work. Typically, we, I, I know, typically it's more work. At that point, that makes a great time to call the client. Say, okay, so what I'm seeing is, is we've got a lot more, we've got three new entities this year, or we've got three new um, real estate investments this year, or, we, or you sold this piece of real estate this year. Here's what's going to happen. We're going to take the time to make sure that's done right and that you get the lowest tax possible. It's going to take us a little more time to do that. Are you okay with that? 
it's going to mean that your fee, let's say last year it was $1,500. This year it's going to be $1,800 or $1,900 or $2,500, whatever it is. It's going to be more because we're going to have to spend the time on that. Are you okay with that? I just want to be clear because what we don't want is the, the client hates surprises, particularly surprises, which means more money, whether it's more taxes or more fees. However, I'll give you an example. So I had a client a few years ago that they had done some renovation work on their property and it was massive renovation work. I knew that looking at the repair regulations was going to take us some time. This is a client that in the past had been somewhat fee sensitive. So I called the client and I said, we have an opportunity here. I think if we look, if we spend the time analyzing your renovations for repairs versus capital improvements, rather than just lumping them all into capital improvements, I think we can probably save you about $50,000. It's going to take us about four to $5,000 worth of time in order to do that. Are you okay with that, that we do that? And the client says, yeah, of course. Are you kidding? Spend 5,000 to get 50,000 back? I'll do that every day of the week. Great. Imagine instead that we'd just done the work, that we hadn't told the client, and now the client gets a bill that's $5,000 higher than it was the previous year. What do you think the client's going to say? I mean, what, what, what's going to be their natural reaction? They're going, what the hell? So it's, it's, a, it's a lot like, y'all remember, back in the day, not all of you will remember, but those of you who are within 10 years of my age, remember that it was not that long ago that if you took your car in to a mechanic, that they wouldn't talk to you until you got there to pick it up. And then you'd say, well, you know, I know it was in here for an oil change, but guess what? You're, you know, you needed, you know, this valve needed changing or, you know, you, you, you need this, you needed this done. So by the way, it's instead of being $100, it's going to be $750. And you're furious. You're going, what? What do you mean? Doesn't happen anymore. You go to a mechanic, they will call you and say, and everyone, I've, I've just never had a mechanic in the last 10 years not do this. They'll call you and say, Here's what we found when we go, went through and we were going to get, do your oil change. We found that, you, that, your, that your hoses need replacing. It will cost this much money. Are you okay with that? Because they want the approval, okay? There's no reason for us not to do the same thing. Dentists do it. Dentist says, you're going to need a root canal. Talk to our front desk and she'll tell you exactly how much that's going to cost you before we actually go do it. Or... What about teeth whitening, right? Here's what the cost would be. Dentists are really good about it. And, and even they even talk you through as they're going through, here's what we're going to do on your tooth right now. Here's what we're going to do. And they're very good at explaining it before they do it. And they'll ask, are you okay with that? We can take a lesson from the mechanics and the dentists of the world into the CPA profession and understand that if we ask permission and we let people, our clients, know what's going on, then, we're the, then, then it's good news. Then it's good news. When you call them, they're getting good news. Your fee may be less, the taxes, you know, remember I told you? Remember I told you? By the way, I always follow up a, a phone call with an email, right, to confirm what we said. 
remember what I told you that we're going to be able to save uh, $50,000. Guess what? We saved $60,000. And you know how I said the bill would be $5,000 more? It's actually only $4,500. So you're okay with that? Yep, great. Okay. And by the way, and you take your money, you take their money right then, right? You get them to pay you at, at that point. Our clients will be happier. There's no reason that a client call should ever be a cringe call. Okay, that's what I call a cringe call. The only time we would have a cringe call is if we're in the client, we just don't like talking to them. But if we don't like talking to the client, we should not have that client. Really, we should not have that client. We are not doing that client any favors, and they're not doing us any favors, and we should release them to find another CPA. In fact, I think we should help them find a CPA that would suit them better. You know, I've been in prospect situations. I, re I remember one with uh, one of my former partners. My partner and I sat down with this guy. He had a, a nice uh, a pool company, actually. Um, he, he built pools. And we're having a conversation with him. And we said, look, you can work with either one of us. And he said, looks at me and he says, Tom, no offense, I'd rather work with your partner. Great. I am not the right person for everybody. Okay. We'll end up switching people from time to time because they're not the right people. So we're trying, we always want to match up in our network. For example, we have this network of CPAs and we're trying to match up. We don't just try to match up what skill set. We, we actually try to match up personality. We try to match up um, what we call a Colby score. Um, we'll talk about that in another podcast. But my point is, is that, you know, as blockchain starts showing its face and artificial intelligence starts taking over the past activity of an, of an accountant, a lot of those are going to go away. Tax returns are going to be prepared through artificial intelligence to, for the most part. Audits are going to be done through blockchain technology. So what are we going to do as a profession? Well, here's the great news. It's something that we should be doing already. And that's just communicating with the client and actually looking forward instead of always looking back. So even in our communication, Here's what we'd like to do for you. What would you like us to do to help you this year? I mean, it could be that simple. You want a, you want a nice May call? Said, thank you. First of all, a thank you. Thank you so much for getting your tax return information in like that. And how'd the process go? And you have to be open to feedback. Well, there was this, this, this. You know what? That's great. Thank you for that feedback. I'm going to make a note of that because we're in a process improvement time right now in our CPA firm because after post-busy season, post-tax season, this is when we do our process improvement. So thank you for that information. What could we do for you this year? What would you like to have happen this year in our relationship? We're asking the question because when we ask the question, the client knows that we care. We're going to get more business. So we're going to have, and, and, we're gonna, and the clients are going to be happier which makes them better clients. They're going to pay their fees. They're going to be happy to pay their fees because we're asking them permission up front. We're not doing anything without them knowing about it. And we're communicating that with them throughout the process. And we, we have opportunities to communicate. There's new tax laws. We just got new, we, you know, we get new regulations on opportunity zones. And instead of just an email, let's do a phone call. I'm convinced that if we did more phone calls and we had that proactive client communication, even when it comes to 
doing their tax return, what fees we're going to charge, how the tax return process works. The more we can have that interaction, that personal interaction with the client, we end up with better clients, a better practice, and a better life. CPAs, if you're like me, you hate typical CPE events. They're boring, technical, and don't actually do anything to help you grow your business. If you're ready for an event that can actually help you and one that's fun, if you're ready for that, you really must come to the CPA Leadership Summit, May 30th to June 1st in Tempe, Arizona, my hometown. To learn more, go to wealthability.com event. That's wealthability.com E-V-E-N-T. See you there. You've been listening to the WealthAbility for CPA show. Better clients, better practice, better life. To learn more, go to WealthAbility.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.